0: Welcome to That's Joy, the podcast. I'm your host, Cece Calbanero, and I'll be sharing stories of miracles, God moments, and unpacking the truth behind what joy truly means. My friend, when God gives you a direct call on your life, be sure to answer it. Here's to answering my call together. Hello, hello, welcome back to That's Joy. You guys, I'm so thrilled that you are here today. Thank you for clicking play. I just wanted to take a second and shout out every single one of you who have went the extra mile to just not only tune in because you know how grateful I am for your time, but also sharing it on your Insta stories or sharing this podcast with a friend. I mean, I can't tell you how big of an impact it actually makes on the podcast and the growth and just all of the goals that I have for where this podcast is going to go. So thank you, thank you, thank you for locking arms with me and just for choosing to share it with a friend. If you haven't done that yet, it'd mean the world if you did that, but if you're new around here, we love kicking off every episode with a little joyful noise. Now, joyful noise is just our version of good news. What are the good things that are happening? Let's highlight more of that. And this week, I just wanted to give a shout out to all of the graduates out there. It is the beginning of June. I cannot even believe it. And there are several people, teachers involved, who are able to kick up their feet and enjoy the summer ahead and I just want to one honor you for putting in the work uh, I graduated with a bachelor's degree and I just know how much work goes into that and whether you're in high school or in college um, or maybe you're pursuing your master's or a doctorate come on that is so much work I hope that you are finding a way to celebrate and if you are a teacher I lift you up right now and I honor the heck out of you. Teachers are just honestly angels walking on earth. Um, We all need to give them a shout out. Hey, if you're listening to this right now and you're thinking about a teacher that comes to mind, shoot them a Venmo, five bucks to grab a Starbucks this summer. Like just these little things y'all so add up and I know that it Means so so much to them. So, students and teachers far and wide, congrats! And um, that's joy. Is just proud of you, and we're supporting you from afar, from Nashville specifically. Anyhow, today's topic. I wanted to dive in. I don't know if I've ever released an episode within the fifteen-minute time frame, but I feel pressed to quickly share on this one for the person who may not have a lot of time and if you know someone who also is in a pinch but wants to be encouraged, this is the episode that you need to send them. So let's go ahead and dive in. And I want to kick us off actually with a piece of scripture from John. And it's titled in the NIV version, The Vine and the Branches. And as after I read this, it will perfectly segue into what I want to talk about. But I just want to read it first. So It goes, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. While every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. I'm going to say the last part so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I've spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Y'all, this piece of scripture is something that I shared recently at the Bloom retreat this weekend that I spoke at. And I felt so pressed that this word needed to not just live in that platform, but also be spread to my that's joy peeps. Maybe you couldn't afford to attend the Bloom retreat, but you still want to be encouraged with what it looks like to remain in God. I mean... We all need this encouragement. Heck, I need this encouragement today, and I will need it tomorrow. And I just, we always need the reminder that it is honestly like so crucial that we do remain in him because when we remain in God y'all we will experience more joy we will experience more peace more kindness more goodness like all of the fruits of the spirit begin to blossom the fruit of the spirit blossom when we recognized who the vine is and then we're just the branches. I mean, there are three things that come to mind that I want to unpack with you when it comes to how and when things grow best. So I have, uh, Little fig tree leaf in my apartment. And if you follow me on Instagram, I often share pictures of it. It's my Wi Fi name. Um, it's a whole thing. Figgy, it's Figgy's home. I'm just living in it. By the way, I named my tree Figgy. Yes, I did. 10 out of 10 recommend. Um, but there's also other plants that I have too. And I love real plants because I think that one they're beautiful and two they teach you so much more than you think even as some at times when they're quote-unquote dying or withering there's just so many micro lessons that come within nurturing a plant and so um my fiddle fig leaf. I got it about a year and a half ago from my best friend, Taylor. She bought it as a housewarming gift for me. And I've been taking care of this little guy, uh, for a year and a half. And I can't tell you literally over the course of a year and a half, it is almost doubled in the amount of leaves that it now has. And I wanted to share this word because I think that God granted us nature as an example to how we can live our own lives. I mean, I think about the scripture that says, if he dresses the lilies, how much more would he clothe you, right? Like that piece of scripture alone reminds me so much that if God's going to take care of nature in the most beautiful and miraculous way that he does, how much more how much more is he going to take care of you? How much more is he going to take care of me? Right? And so there's these three things. And if you're taking notes of any kind, these are the three things that I want you to jot down. Things grow best when one, they are being watered. I think about how often I have to water my plants and how, um, Important it is to not overwater them, but really making sure that I don't underwater them because then they will literally start dying of thirst. And think about how that relates to our own lives. I started to get stirred with the question of, huh, how often am I nurturing myself to be watered every week? What does it look like to? water myself every week? Does it look like I'm doing the practical things of getting steps every day, 7 to 10k every single day? Does it look like I'm actually drinking enough water? Like quite literally, some of y'all need that word. Like are you drinking enough water every single day? Uh, Are you taking time in the morning to spend time in the word to water and nourish your soul? I mean all of these little things I think are little tactical ways that we can apply this very method of watering a plant into watering our own souls. And so I know that things grow best when they are being watered. The second thing is that things grow best when they're by the light. I think about my fiddle fig leaf tree and I think about if it was tucked away in the very back part in my bathroom. If I just shoved it right next to my shower. There is zero Like, I'm not kidding you, zero natural light in my bathroom. And so think about any living thing that is not in natural light, that never encounters natural light. What would happen? It would literally die. And I think that so often we forget this same message for ourselves. And We forget like what are we doing to seek out the light not just every other day of our lives, not just a couple times a week or a couple times a month, but we need to make sure that we are encountering light every single day. And so I think this is quite literally like getting out in the sunshine. Some of us are get so caught up in our heads because we get caught up in the mundane of our lives, going to a job from nine to five, going home and then binging on Netflix and then scrolling on TikTok up until 1030, 11 PM to wake up at seven and do it all over again. And friends, we will miss the light. We will quite literally miss the light if this is the life that we are building. And that is not the life that we are building. That's joy, friends. We, we are not building that life because that's not answering the call that God has on our lives. So I think it is critical, like quite literally critical, that we are prioritizing putting ourselves in the light. And it's not just that, right? It's not just going on a walk when it's sunny outside because every day isn't sunny, But I think there are different versions of what it looks like to place yourself by the light. That could be a podcast like this. I think that's absolutely a version of placing yourself near the light. It could be listening to worship music in the morning instead of hip hop and rap music. Like that could actually be a version of placing yourself closer to the light. We have to start thinking and inviting the Holy Spirit. Quite literally, you can do that right now and press pause and say, Holy Spirit, show me what it looks like to place myself by the light this week. And then answer and make sure you're not missing it and make sure that you answer however he is telling you to do that. The third thing that things grow best in is when they're in a fruitful environment. I think about any vine and branch. I used to live next to a little vineyard in California, um, next to my hometown where my mom bought the house when I was born and she still lives in that same exact house. It was a big plot of land for many years and then somebody bought the land. It's not huge, but um, they ended up making a vineyard. And I remember driving back home during college and during different seasons and just seeing the beauty of a vineyard and how incredible, and actually miraculous it is. And the cool thing is, is that it actually ends up bearing fruit, right? And that's how we get wine. And that's how we get grapes. And that's how we get so many different things that are derived from grapes. And so I think about that and I'm like, man, how, how are we being intentional with making sure that our fruit is good, that making sure that our fruit is sweet. And it is important that It's being placed in a fruitful environment. I think about how that same vineyard, if it was grown in, let's say, Antarctica, it would not flourish, right? I don't know if there's vineyards there, but I just would guess that there's not. I could be wrong, but you get my point here, right? It's not going to grow in the middle of the snow, and so it's not going to flourish in the middle of the snow. It's going to flourish in a fruitful environment. And I think that we need to ask ourselves that same question. What's your environment look like? No, quite literally, who are you surrounding yourself with? What are you saying yes to? What are you saying no to? How are you cultivating an environment that is warm and welcoming and inviting and just moments where you're experiencing true warmth and that feeling of truly feeling alive. Like, does your environment feel like that, friends? Because if it doesn't, guess what? We got to shake things up and make sure that we're doing the do to cultivate that very environment. I mean, for those of you who are coming out of college seasons, it might be that time to start to prune off just different relationships that you know aren't for you. And that is in the most loving way. It's just saying that you are going to run out after God and whoever's gonna come with you is gonna come with you and if they're not it is okay It doesn't mean that you send a whole bunch of breakup text messages that you're not going to be friends with everyone. That is not my heart or my message. But what I am saying is that over the last couple of years, I have began to cultivate new friendships and I still love and support and want everybody that I have known to win. But I recognize that I couldn't be best friends with everyone through every single season. It just didn't shake out that way. We were running in different directions, we were quite literally living in different environments, and I needed to recognize that some doors have to shut so that other ones can open. And it's all in due season, right? Just like it is when the leaves start turning from green to orange, and then from orange to falling off, and then right back to the start. There's always a season and so we have to recognize the importance of that and making sure that we are doing everything that we can do, that we can control to make sure that we are cultivating that fruitful environment. Friends, these are the three things I want you to just run with this week. And this is the applicable. And you know that I love the direct application tools that you can run with this week. Let it be these three things. And please tell me how it goes. I want to know. Seriously, like shoot me a text. Hey, Cece, I, I'm going towards the light by reading a book on uh, my balcony for the first 10 minutes of every single day. Hey, Cece, I am running towards the light this week and cultivating a better environment by putting myself in more group settings because I've noticed that I've been lonely and I've been hibernating in my apartment by myself. Like, whatever that is that you're going to do that the Holy Spirit nudges you to do, let me know and share it with me because I just know that we will experience more joy and more peace when we are making sure that we are cultivating good fruit So you can shoot me a text to 615-813-4813 with whatever that is. And friends, if you're not following me on social yet, please do at C-C-A-L-B-O-N-E-R-O on Insta and on TikTok. And you can follow That's Joy the Podcast on there as well. And if you've yet to subscribe, rate, or leave a review on That's Joy, like I said, this goes in miles. This goes miles and miles beyond what you'd even imagine. So thank you times a million for taking the time to do that and friends will never leave an episode without saying if you have even the smallest desire to meet the creator of the universe or if you've already been saved but you're not really free i want to invite you to sit at the table of plenty with me and so many others i'm telling you there's abundance here there's overflow here and there's so much joy here i'm here to tell you that god's for you all you have to do is invite him into your heart right now He's waiting for you. He wants to meet with you. And friends, I'm just so proud of you. If you just made this decision, I'd love to know you. Shoot me a text, that number in the show notes so I could pray with you. Friends, I love you. God loves you. And until next time, I'll chat with y'all next time. Thank you times a million for being here.